The FT. The US says airstrikes launched this week against Islamists in Syria mark the beginning of a sustained campaign that could last for years. The strikes hit vehicles, training camps, and command and control centers controlled by fighters from the Islamic State in Iraq and the Levant, known as ISIS. But other jihadi groups were also targeted. In the studio with me to discuss the effectiveness of the US-led campaign is Sam Jones, FG Defense and Security Editor. Sam, what was the main target of the US airstrikes, and do we know how effective they were? Well, first off, it wasn't just the US. A range of other uh, regional powers took part, uh, many of the Gulf states. The primary targets were ISIS vehicles, installations, command centres throughout Syria, and also some in Iraq. But as well as that, there were also other groups targeted. Jabhat al-Nusra, al-Qaeda's official affiliate in Syria, was hit by several strikes. And also another organisation which the US only began referring to a few days ago called the Khorasan Brigade or the Khorasan Group. And several of their bases west of Aleppo in Syria were also struck. How have the other rebel groups fighting the Assad regime in Syria reacted? There's been a mixed reaction. I mean, we heard reports this morning that some of the other large Islamist factions in Syria were evacuating their command and control centres, fearful that the Americans might extend strikes to them as well. Rar al-Sham, which is one of the biggest uh, Islamist factions fighting uh, the regime of Bashar al-Assad, has apparently started to move troops out of areas of concentration. This is all because uh, the strikes against Jabhat al-Nusra were far less expected. The US rhetoric, the rhetoric from many of the regional powers has been very much focused on ISIS. And so the strikes against Jabhat al-Nusra, which is perceived perhaps perversely as a more moderate organisation, moderate certainly isn't the word that most people would use to describe it, the fact that they were struck has also given others cause for concern. And it has created a little bit of a backlash in Syria because Jabhat al-Nusra is perceived as being a much more integrated organisation that's got much closer links to ordinary Syrians, whereas ISIS has been regarded as an organisation that's full of foreign fighters that's kind of swept into Syria and has ruled more brutally. Is this campaign going to really strengthen the hand of the regime in Syria, which is, of course, not the intention? Well, that is the big question, a question which the US and indeed the Gulf powers are extremely reluctant to answer or address. Obviously, strikes against ISIS are going to play to the Syrian regime's hand because ISIS is is a power that they themselves have been fighting. That said, there is obviously a calculus that's going to take place about what should be struck in terms of ISIS positions by the US and their allies. And some of that, no doubt, will be about striking positions of ISIS that that are going to have an impact on the situation in Iraq and on ISIS's ability to plan external attacks that may damage the West, as opposed to striking positions which may be closer to the regime's front lines or may be of more concern to the regime. You mentioned that other Arab countries are involved. What is the extent of their involvement? How well coordinated do you think the campaign is? Well, the involvement is actually quite substantial. That's been one of the most surprising things about this latest round of airstrikes is the extent to which, although the US clearly leads the effort and has dedicated the most materiel to it, there are other powers that are performing frontline roles. This isn't just a question of the Saudis or the UAE supporting uh, US strikes 
behind the lines with with logistics or with basing, they are sending their own fighters to bomb ISIS in Iraq and Syria. And they've been very public about it. So many people were surprised yesterday when the UAE, uh, when the Saudis, they all came out with press releases indicating very clearly uh, the role that they had played. The Saudis uh, put about pictures of their pilots that had been involved in these strikes. And what this really indicates is actually that in the past few weeks, there's been quite a dramatic shift, it seems, politically in the Gulf, uh, in the region, with regard to how much of a threat ISIS is perceived. People I've spoken to really have the sense that for the other Arab states, ISIS is now very much top of their agenda, and it's very much perceived as something that they need to tackle, and they need to start to play a real full-throated role in. Do you think that the US can sustain the momentum with the support of other countries in the region and Do you think other Western allies will join in? This is going to be a campaign that gets more difficult the longer it continues. Airstrikes have a limit to their capabilities. They can contain ISIS, but they are not going to destroy the organisation. And and Obama, in his speech at NATO at the beginning of the month, outlined two criteria, two things he wanted to do, degrade and destroy ISIS. These airstrikes are going to degrade ISIS, but they're not going to destroy it. Destroying ISIS is going to require a lot more political commitment. It's going to be a lot more of a difficult process. And when it comes to dealing with other uh, unpalatable groups that also are terrorist organisations like Jabhat al-Nusra in Syria that's going to be where this coalition is going to be tested because although the Arab states, uh, the Saudis, uh, the Qataris the Gulf states, although they are very concerned about ISIS, they are not so concerned about Jabhat al-Nusra. And Jabhat al-Nusra is still al-Qaeda's official affiliate in the region. And there are certainly individuals within Jabhat al-Nusra whose intention it is to strike the West and strike the United States. And so that could end up being a fault line about how uh, the coalition sticks together, whether the coalition sticks together is how they deal with Jabhat al-Nusra. Is that the main risk, do you think, that could undermine US efforts? Or do you think other, perhaps unintended, large numbers of civilian casualties could also undermine the effort? Certainly, civilian casualties are going to be an issue, particularly because, as the US has stated clearly, this cannot be won by military action alone. ISIS cannot be defeated by military action alone. And the more military action that takes place, the more collateral damage there is going to be. And the more collateral damage there is, the more sympathy ISIS may be able to elicit from local populations on the ground. We've already seen that with Jabhat al-Nusra to a degree in Syria in the past 24 hours. So the solution to this long term is going to depend on a whole range of factors, not just military. And it's going to depend particularly in Iraq on the Iraqi security forces, on the Iraqis' own role that they play in, in defeating ISIS, and also the ability of the Iraqi political establishment to stop this descending into a sectarian conflict that pits Sunnis against Shias and the Iranians and and the Gulf states are going to play a particular role in that process. Thank you very much. For more downloads go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.